Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another edition of Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino, doing the responsible social distancing with my crew here, Travis Hansen. Travis, what's up? What's going on, man? I was uh, feeling a little deprived, so I threw some Murrays back in the hair. You know, I haven't had any reason to throw any in, but I'm back. You know, well, let's talk about that in a second. I just want to say what's up to Joe. Joe, what's going on? What's going on? No Murray staff. I was, I got the memo of it was a hat day, but apparently Travis. It is. No, Travis, I can appreciate that because the other day I just decided that I was going to get like groomed. Like I was going to, I was going to shave. I was going to get dressed. I actually dressed like in the nice outfit and I walked from my bedroom to my living room and I was like, all right, cool. And then back to sweatpants, but it just felt good. It just felt good to get, you know, you kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a former Guido. I like to primp and and I needed to primp a little bit. Who told you you're former? Well, I'm I'm not a practicing Guido. I'm, I'm a former Maybe I'm a it, it, I'm a lax Guido. I'm not. I'm just not practicing right now. No gym tan laundry for you. No, I mean gym laundry. Yeah, I, I don't tan. I don't like go to the <laughs> go to the tanning salon. Joe looks like he tans. We'll talk about that later. Joe I was probably, on a boat this weekend. Yeah, Joe was social distancing <laughs> out in uh, out on the on the river down in the whatever. What is that? The Colorado River, Joe. Yeah, what is that? Colorado River. Um, all right, let's get started. Obviously, whatever day we're in, whatever week we're in, the, the new normal. What, Travis, give us an update on anything. What's happening in terms of the sports world, cancellations, postponements, anything new at this point, anything breaking? Yeah, well, the latest one I saw was the 2020 British Open. It's been canceled. That was scheduled for July 16th through 19th. So that means that all four of the uh, majors in golf have been canceled or postponed the British Open the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the PGA Championship. Um, which, so if you're a golf fan, goodbye to that whole season. And it's, it's really too bad for, for those guys. Um, women's golf postponed until December for the U.S. Women's Open. 
Um, and then kind of that's, that's really all I saw the recent sports being canceled, everything else, you know, we have NFL stuff that's obviously being pushed back OTAs and, and mini camps and things like that are going to, going to be canceled. And, yeah. We'll talk about that a little you know. later. Go- right. Golf is interesting. Golf is interesting because I guess you just don't think of like, I don't, I don't envision the experience on TV being that much different without fans. Right. Does that make sense with golf? Yeah. You, you don't, you don't get those, those, thunderous crowds after you know a guy makes a putt on 18 which you know kind of takes away from that um or the oohs and the ahs when someone shanks a a ball or or hits a good shot on the green um but yeah i mean i i think it'd still be pretty good on tv and you're you're distancing yourself pretty much you know you play by yourself yeah exactly it's just interesting because it is it is more of a you know quiet sport where you know before the shot and I just feel like it's interesting that those that that they've just canceled it all together. Obviously, we're just it's uncertain at this point, and they 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 know more than we do at this point in terms of how their operations and, and all of the financial considerations and just the venues themselves. And maybe there are, you know, obviously with state laws in place and things like that, with uh, you know gatherings of more than ten people and those types of restrictions, it just becomes it just becomes impossible to put these events on. And that, and that's, that's the hard part with what we're dealing with right now. You don't want the liability of bringing people there. And if someone does get sick and it's on your, your watch, you know, are you held accountable for it? It's like why these companies all say they got to shut down. If you get sick at work, like I didn't want to go to work, you know, it's like the same thing you're seeing with, with grocery stores and then, you know, people getting sick there and they're still going to work. So uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, this goes without saying, but the the people that are going to work now and the essential workers and obviously healthcare, emergency, um, first responders, people that are working in supermarkets and where we get our, you know, our our food and everything else, obviously, you know, our, our best go out to those people who continue to work and get out there and put themselves at risk. So um, that's uh, that's a you know, it's just such a big deal that uh, that they're out there doing that and helping us, the rest of us that are just sitting at home. And uh, and what's the worst that we're going through? Boredom. Um, so it's kind of um, to those people. Thank you, obviously, for for the sacrifice that you're making. Um, for sure. I know that was what Joe was going to say, but I, I, I kind of took the words out of his mouth exactly. at this point. The, the, <laughs> you also there was as we talk about just some of the economics in, involved here. We talk about just, you know, in terms of Fox Sports had a teleconference, Fox had a teleconference with, you know, the advertising agencies. What 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 is that about? What does that look like? Yeah, so um, I saw a story, Fox had a teleconference with their executives and then executives from all the major ad agencies kind of trying to figure out where um, they can start planning to kind of get an idea of, of, you know, advertising where they can, can plan. And, and they kind of put a timetable on third quarter late third quarter early fourth quarter meaning you're you're looking at you know possibly august september october for all these things sure and i know they've they've kind of really spearheaded the the nfc package now adding tom brady to the deal so i know um you know the world series will happen around that time which you know we can get into you know a shortened baseball season how you even get to a world series when there might not be you know, much of the season and then um, hopefully no shortened um, NFL season, but 
just all up in the air. And I think they kind of just put that out there, out there to say, let's plan for that, you know, best case scenario. So we're at least ready for, you know, unveiling of these advertisements to push the, the sports. I don't think you're gonna have any issue getting people to watch games once this comes back, once they do come back, because everyone's starving for this content at this point. No question. I think, I think certainly on TV that, that when we do come back, people are going to obviously be glued to their TV sets and want to watch sports. It's going to be, I think the bigger issue is going to be, you know, when do, when do we have full stadiums? When do we have full arenas? I, I don't, I don't envision a scenario where it's, where it's, we come back and, and the stadiums and arenas are full. I, I think it has to be a stepped approach. Obviously we'll learn more as, as time goes on. And, uh, and the leagues are going to have to, you know, make considerations. Obviously, the NFL, college football, they've got the, 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 the longest runway because their seasons don't start until, until you know, late August, early September. But you have, you have obviously seasons that have, been, that have been already, you know, cut short and, and potentially, you know, postponed at this point. But who knows? Dean, um, how do you think happen. that affects the, like, the home court or home field advantage? I mean, not having any fans there, how big of a deal do you think that is? Well, you know, you look at you look at professional sports and you look at the the numbers in terms of home wins versus, you know, teams that are on the road that win. And and really of the four major sports, the one sport that that it does seem to stand out is the NBA, um, where where the home home court advantage is is more pronounced. You look at the NFL, it's not it's it doesn't it doesn't play out in the numbers drastically. The other sports, it doesn't play out, obviously you do have some considerations, you know, outside of just the fans, you know, and baseball home field advantage is part of like, we get to bat last, that type yeah. of thing. Hockey, you get the, you get the change in terms of, you know, you get the the second change so you can see what the other team is doing, those types of things. Um, but the thing is, it's that so there's an actual really, advantage the is the only one. Yeah. And, and I think, look, fans, you know, can create that. Honestly, I think it just, it creates a better environment the better atmosphere you look at all of the the think about okay do this think about the the amazing sports moments over the last say 50 years right and think about those moments without fans in the stadium or fans in the arena what would they they would feel and look a lot differently like me being a dodger fan i always go back to you know the 88 world series and kirk gibson hitting that home run Like imagine that in an empty stadium or, or imagine, you know, a game winning goal in overtime, uh, you know, to, to win the Stanley cup or to win a playoff game or, or the game winning touchdown, you know, in the Super Bowl with the Patriots against the Falcons and the game winning touchdown in overtime. Imagine those, those moments without fans, it would be like, eh, well, well, the Cubs, the Cubs would be happy. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's just, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Obviously we'll, you know, it's going to depend on when it's safe for everybody to go back. And, uh, and we're certainly not there yet. And we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to continue. You know, they did, you look at, they had a call on, uh, I think it was over the weekend with, uh, with president Trump and the, the commissioners of the four professional sports, um, including Vince McMahon, obviously from WWE and, uh, and Dana White from the UFC. So President Trump had that call. And I know what was reported was kind of the sentiment was 
he really is pushing. He wants the NFL to play, you know, on time. He he wants that's the thing. And obviously, no one has a crystal ball. It's going to depend on what happens with with all of the the safety and 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 the medical, you know, experts and the WHO and all of that. But it seemed like what what came out of that was was we want to we want to get back with the NFL. So so who knows? I'm sure that was a fascinating call to uh, to be on. And it must have been interesting to have Vince McMahon and Dana White, who are putting on events right now, obviously. And uh, WrestleMania happened over the weekend. Um, uh, you know, I want to talk about that a little bit later. And 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 the UFC is still putting on events, obviously without fans and and just essential personnel. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Dean, can we talk about you know if the NHL and NBA do decide to come back, at, you know, around that late third quarter, fourth quarter? Like, how do you even like what kind of playoff schedule would you have? Would you only play like you know number one seeds in the NBA in in a championship, like winner take all one series? You know, or well, like the NHL. Yeah. The same kind of thing. Like it's interesting if you go back in history and you look at okay things that have happened in the past that we can somehow relate to what's happening. Look, this is in our lifetime. This is nothing like this is really has really happened. Um, but you look at the past, and, and what's interesting in, in 1919, probably the closest thing to what's happening today. It was a pandemic. A pandemic. It was the Spanish flu, and and it occurred in the middle of the Stanley Cup final. And, and it was the, the, it was the sixth game. It was the deciding game. They had played five games. There was no overtime. So, and it was the two teams, the two teams were the, the Pacific coast hockey association, Seattle metropolitans and the NHL's Canadians. Okay. So they're playing in the Stanley cup in 1919. They play five games. They both win two and they tie one. So the sixth game and deciding game Basically, they can't play because of the Spanish flu pandemic and several Canadians were sick and were hospital ridden, bedridden in the hospital. And one of them, Joe Hall, actually died of pneumonia from the Spanish flu. And they basically just canceled. They just said, we're not we're not finishing a Stanley Cup and we're not awarding the Stanley Cup. And uh, and so um, that happened in 1919. And if on the Stanley Cup you know, they, they have the, the, the inscription of all the teams and my camera's going crazy here again, because my hands are waving. Um, <laughs> they have the inscription of the teams and what's on the Stanley cup is both teams names and no Stanley cup was awarded. So you look at that, you look at in 94, they had a lockout. They came back in mid January. They played an abbreviated season, 48 game um, schedule. They played a full postseason. In 2004, 2005, the, the entire season was canceled. That's the only time in North American sports that an entire season was canceled. And they actually lost, at, you know, at the start of the next season, they had to shorten because um, they, they didn't get the, the uh, you know, the labor agreement done in time. Um, so you look at that, that's NHL. NBA played in 98-99. They had a, a shortened season. 50 games, all-star game was canceled, but they played a full full postseason. In, in 2011, 66 games, they came back on Christmas Day and, uh, and played a, a shortened regular season and, uh, and played a full postseason. So obviously, in all of those situations, 
they were able to get going in, in either mid-January or late December. We'll, we're well past that. We've already played games. And so to me, it looks like the more likely scenario, if those leagues do come back, they play uh, a postseason, you know, and, and some form of postseason. Because I, I find it hard to believe that you could wrap up a regular season, get everybody ready to go, play what? You know, if we come back in May or June, what are you going to play? A handful of regular season games and then go right to the postseason. So I think the more likely scenario, if those if those seasons do do return, it would be uh, it would be just the postseason. You look at what's interesting is is you know baseball has done some some pretty funky things. 1981, they had they had a uh, a shortened season. They basically had a work stoppage between July and August in the 81 season. So what they did is they cut the season into halves and they said the first, every division winner on the first half of the season, up until the point the season stopped was in, was in, won their division for the first half. Then they played a second half and the two winners of the halves played each other to win the division. And then they, then they had a postseason. So they did that. What was interesting about that is the two teams with the best overall record for the entire season, neither one of them, it was, I think it was the Reds and the Cardinals, neither one of them made the, uh, made the postseason because they didn't win either half. So it's that never. That to me is interesting. I'd like to see that come back and be used in current day. Like then like both halves of the season before the all-star break and after the all-star break mean something to everyone. Yeah. And maybe, you know, who knows, maybe that's something because that, that was in the middle of the season where, where it was right. cut short. Um, I think, you know, in both the NHL and the NBA, we were further along than the midway point. There were less games to be played than, um, than that had already been played. So I don't know, you know, the, the NFL, the NFL in, in, they had in, in 82, there was a strike and they ended up playing only nine games per team and they had they expanded the playoffs in '82 to 16 teams, and they made it a tournament. So it was each conference That's was cool. seated was seated one through eight, and they played, and the two winners played in the Super Bowl. So that was in '82, and uh, and so it's interesting to to go back in history and see the different things that have happened, and try to think about okay, but it's all going to depend on when it's okay yeah. to come back. You know, I think there's and, a lot of cool right. things you could do. I mean, you could utilize technology and have the fans vote on who they want to see play and maybe give different options or even do like a bracket, like a March Madness for the NBA. I mean, that'd be even interesting to watch. Well, it's interesting to know that, you know, the NFL did that, right? They, they basically scrapped the regular postseason and they, they called it a Super Bowl tournament and they, it was 16 teams, which, you know, 16 teams don't make the playoffs certainly didn't make the playoffs at that time. That's half, you know, more than half of the league at that point, 82. And, uh, and they, they just created a, a, you know, kind of a one through eight NCA style tournament. And I think, you know, I think the leagues can get creative yeah, I think with, be cool. with coming back. I just think, again, it all comes down to, you know, when it's safe to play, when it's safe for the players, because what you don't want is you don't want to come back and then, you know, have somebody get it, a player, and then you got to stop again. Got to yeah. make sure it's it's all clear before we get going. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it is interesting to see kind of what what has gone on in the past and and uh, you know what what you can do. But there's some things if you go back and look at some of these abbreviated seasons, um, some things that they they just wouldn't fly today. Like in you know in if you look at I think it was in '72 there was a strike 
1972, there was a strike and they missed the first two weeks of the season. And this is like baseball. NFL? Baseball. Oh, baseball. Okay. So they missed the first two weeks of the season and they said, okay, April 15th, we're going to, we're going to play and we're going to play the schedule as it, as it is set. And so what happened is some teams played 156 games and some teams played 155 oh. games, right? So they didn't mm. play an equal amount mm. of games and it didn't, it only had, it only had an effect on the AL East. Like the other divisions were all like, you know, seven, eight games, 10 games span, you know, difference, but the Tigers and the Red Sox were a half game apart and the Tigers won the division because they played one more game. They had the same oh, amount wow. of losses and the Tigers won the division. Could you imagine that happening today? Could you imagine oh them saying, God. yeah, you know what? We're only going to, it is what it is. Twitter Sorry. would explode. Sorry, Red Sox. Right? It's insane if that, but that was actually what happened. They said, all right, we're just going to, Sorry, you're, you 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 played 156, you played 155. That's the record. Um, but you certainly couldn't do that today. People would lose their minds. But I, I wish we could go back to that time when people didn't care as much. And they said, all right, let's, but now with the internet and, and oh, everything yeah. else and social media, it would be impossible. Right. Oh, and you goodness. talk about people, like when do people feel safe that they can actually go about their regular lives after the government yeah. and, the, and, and they say it's clear like I was in the grocery store yesterday for the first time during this whole thing and I'm wearing a mask and gloves and everyone else is too and it's just it's sad to not be able to see someone's face and smile and and just like say hello and, and it's it's wild is, out there. See, Travis, I can see your face now Dean it's great I can see your is, smile this is killing <laughs> Travis because Travis is top five nicest people in the world and he oh, just thank you. he's from a small <laughs> You know, he's from Wyoming, and, and I think, honestly, I think you wish you were back in Wyoming right now, because in Wyoming, Part you know, of me it's, does. it's not, it's, you know, you have your wide open spaces, you people are probably less, you know, it's less congested, and, uh, you know, when you have whatever it is, six people in the entire state, and you just, <laughs> and, you know, but it is, it's hard, because you make, you bring up a good point, is even when the, we get the all clear, do you feel safe sitting with 70,000 people at, at a stadium to watch, you know, to go watch the Rams yeah. or the Chargers or whatever it is, you know? So I think some people are just going to stay home. And, and I think that that TV experience is going to be um, even more important. Um, than You're probably going to see more reactions on live social media channels and things like that. You better be on your A game next season, boss. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm the rules. Uh, oh, the other thing is coronavirus. You know what it's good for? Cameos. People, I'm, my cameo stuff. I thought my off season would be quiet. I've got like, I've got like eight waiting. I got to do. Like people are just like dying for cameos. I'm doing morning, like morning pep talks. I'm scheduling <laughs> Zoom calls to do fantasy football draft orders for when we come back. Like people are really into cameo right now. So uh, you know, and I'm gonna donate. I'm do I donate all my proceeds to, to charity anyway. I'll donate my proceeds to uh, to COVID nineteen charities and, and helping people that are that are in need right now. So, hit me up on Cameo and I'll uh, I'll make sure that uh, I'll try to change shirts and, and outfits because I'm wearing <laughs> the same outfit every day. But I'll try to change for the Cameo so it's not the same. We need to see you in ties and suits and uh, I was going to say yeah, yeah. locked up in, in uh, the wardrobe at Fox. They are. I've got. I've got a couple here. Maybe I can do. Maybe I can do one. <laughs> I've got an idea. Maybe that that gives me an idea. You know what? Let's uh, let's take a break. And uh, and when we come back, we'll give an update on the NFL competition committee draft and uh, and what's happening 
the world of the NFL. Next on Good Calls. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM, let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Hey, what's up? We're back on Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino. Let's get right back into it. Let's talk NFL. Um, I want to start with the draft because there was a lot going on with the draft, how teams were going to handle it, and, and I think... Travis, you had, you had talked about – talk about the memo that was sent out, and then we'll kind of update where we are right now. Well, originally on April 2nd, there was one that went out that they could have small war rooms, and then I think there was a lot of backlash. Um, and I think it's a smart move by the league to not do that because you can't have them as, you know, a, a pillar in our community of, like, people that um, will, are looked up to by our society. That oh, these people can do this. So I think it, it was smart to so – now there was a memo sent out on the 6th of April saying – homes everyone's doing their stuff from homes gms teams um everyone's doing things from home there's there's not gonna be any war rooms no meetings and it's it's gonna be a virtual draft so it's gonna be interesting it, it will be interesting and you know there was a lot of teams you know there was kind of some some confusion when that first memo went out april 2nd because some teams were talking about a small gathering whether they were going to get together at you know i know the the saints were were thinking about 
Mrs. Mrs. Benson, you know, she, they own a brewery in, in Louisiana, in New Orleans, and they were going to have it at that brewery, obviously without people there it was just going to be team personnel. And that was something they were considering. Uh, and then the league said, no, we're just going to, we've got to adhere to, you know, the state guidelines that are in place and gatherings. I think it's 10, can't have more than 10 people. So it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, I know I've talked to clubs, you're going to have, you're going to have people, groups of people, not large groups of people, but you're going to have groups of people that are going to be, whether it's at the owner's house or the GM somewhere, they're going to be together. And obviously doing this, doing this electronically, virtually, there'll be a, um, some kind of secure communication from that location to uh, a main location for the, you know, the, the identity of the pick. And then it, it's going to be interesting to see how the NFL, how they present it. It's going to be televised and how they present it, who's going to be reading off those picks, how it's all going to work. I had read that there may be, you know, some additional time to kind of work through trades because it's, it's an unusual circumstance, but, uh, but it will, you know, the draft will happen and, it, and it's going to be obviously something that we haven't seen um, recently with, uh, you know, with the environment that we're in today. So um, I think that's really interesting. Uh, the other, the other thing that, that is happening um, is the competition committee. You talk about rules and things like that. So they did, they had another call over the weekend. This was a longer call than they had an initial call that was probably less than two hours. This call lasted almost four hours and it was all members of the competition committee and they went through um, the playing rules proposals and it, and it looks like they, they narrowed down some of it. And this is going to be a very quiet off season for rules changes. And, uh, and I think that's important obviously with what's going on. But it looks like it looks like the uh, the onside kick alternative. It looks like that will probably be withdrawn, um, and uh, and so they're not going to have. There was support on the committee, albeit albeit a, a very slight support in terms of there's, you know, there's eight members of the committee. I think they were they were four three one in support of it. But I think that's going to end up the recommendation is going to be to withdraw it. Let's study it again. Let's see where the onside kick numbers and the injury numbers play out for the next season. And, uh, and that was the fourth and 15 proposal. Correct? That was the fourth and 15 proposal. Yeah, that was Philadelphia proposing that. That was similar to what Denver had proposed prior to 2019. Um, there was some some talk about changes to the blindside block. These were not major changes. I think these were, were minor tweaks potentially um, to eliminate some of the fouls that were called in 2019 that really were, were not the intent of the rule. The one that jumps out was the, the wildcard game between the Texans and the Bills with with uh, the offensive lineman. I believe it was, it was Cody Ford who got penalized um, for a blindside block, kind of in close line play. Um, that doesn't look like it's going to it's going to really go anywhere. It looks like that's going to be tabled. Um, the successive fouls, we saw this with the timing, right? The taking the multiple fouls to, to bleed the clock in the fourth quarter, uh, a delay a game, a false start. So you can run time off the clock that will, that will pass and get fixed in terms of um, going on the snap. If you have consecutive fouls, giving the defense an option, um, in it to you know to have this, the clock start on the snap, so a team can't can't manipulate the clock in that situation. The two the big ones that are that really nothing on the table for pass interference review, and there was talk to actually just not even not even 
mention it. And, and I think that that would be a mistake. And I think the committee ultimately landed on, we have to put it, they, they put a report together. That's what they're doing right now. And they have to, they, they came to the conclusion that, yeah, we got to put something in the report on past interference review. It was the biggest change in recent years. It was obviously a hot topic throughout the season. And, uh, and so they're going to put something in the report, I would imagine, um, on their position. And their position is going to be, it didn't work. And, uh, and they're not going to propose it again going forward. So where does that leave us? It leaves us right now, if nothing new passes, we're back in 2018. And we're back in 2018. And we remember what happened in 2018 in the NFC Championship game where we had a, a significant, a flagrantly missed call and there was no there was no opportunity to fix it. So, two clubs, the Chargers and the Ravens, did did pro, uh, propose um, a a concept, a sky judge concept. They're calling it um, the the acronym now is the STAR. So this is the 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 senior technology advisor. Um, and I think I don't know what what the R stands for, but the acronym is STAR. So um, there's two. There's one that would be a a, a an eighth member of the crew that could give input to the on-field officials using video. And the, the other proposal is this star concept. And uh, you know, the coaches want something. The committee right now is not necessarily um, for or against. They're, they're basically tabling the discussion and they're going to try to NFL officiating is going to try to write something up, maybe a hybrid of the two. But the key thing from what I'm hearing right now, as it is, it doesn't include subjective fouls, which is pass interference and holding and illegal contact and face masks. So if something goes in without the opportunity to fix a subjective foul like pass interference, again, we're back in 2018. So I would be very surprised if a new hybrid proposal comes out that doesn't have some kind of catch all that allows this person up in the booth to fix an egregious mistake like we had at the end of the NFC Championship game in 2018. So, so I think that's where we stand right now. And, uh, and so what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna put together a report, send it out for competition committee feedback this week, and then finalize it and then get it out to the clubs in, in advance of the May meeting, which um, hopefully takes place and that's when the votes will take place. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because I can't imagine, I'll put it out to you guys, you know, can you envision the NFL going into a season um, without pass interference review and without uh, an avenue to fix, um, you know, an obvious mistake that is not necessarily reviewable right now? I think it'd be a mistake if they did that. I think they should use that that eighth or star judge um, system. I think that would be the best thing we saw it used in uh, the XFL in a sense. And I think that would be, I think that would be the best thing for, for the league. Yeah. I think just get the call, right. Just f figure out a way to get the call right. Every time. Uh, that's, I don't understand why it well, should be. Any and, and less Joe, I think a lot of, a lot of people feel exactly how, what you just said, right. Get the call right. And so, but I think it's not as simple as that. And I understand what you're saying. And, and in a perfect world, we get every call right and the games would be decided by the two teams and you wouldn't have any officiating controversy. But obviously that's not the case. And, and as long as football has been around and you've had officials, you're going to have mistakes. So at what, at what point do you say getting it right is 
is now, you know, ha has a negative impact on the game. And what I mean by that is if you're going to review every potential call and you're going to look at every officiating decision, you know, what does that do to the pace of the game? What does that do to the stops and the starts and things like that? Can you truly achieve perfection? Well, that's the thing. It doesn't feel like it takes that long. I mean, we nail it in the studio so fast. Like we can make that call. But we are, we are above and beyond. We're just better. Well, can't at, they at find people that are above and beyond? Than most people. Like we are just that, we're that good. It's just the way it is. I, I, you know, it's, yeah. It's just, <laughs> Maybe you are, but, but me, no. Travis, Scott, even uh, what's his name? Time, look, look, most of the time, it. there are there are obvious mistakes that would be that would be quickly fixed with someone up in the booth having access to the video. There's no question. We we see plays like that every year. But how many plays is it? Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it 40? There's 40,000 plays in a football season, and uh, you know how many of those 40,000 have to be correct in order for people to be, you know, content. I, I get it. Coaches, from a coach's perspective, they want every opportunity to ensure that their ability to win a game is not in, impacted negatively by a game official's decision. I get that. But you can't, you can't correct every decision. You can't oversee every decision. It's just, it's impossible. And, uh, and so where is that, where is the, the right line between, you know, trying to achieve that perfection and maintaining a a semblance of a, a consistent pace of play and not, and not in, you know, injecting yourself too much into the game and having a negative impact that way. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting question. I know if I were there and I were, and I were recommending something, I, I would recommend, you know, having, having somebody in the booth. I think, you know, we've gone through this iteration of adding an eighth official and having an extra set of eyes on the field. Um, I think that, that, there's benefit to that, but I think there's also downside to that having another body, another potential person in the way. Um, I think the video, the technology continues to improve. And, uh, and I think you, I would recommend having somebody up in the booth, but then it comes down to what can they get involved in? And, and to me, it's, it's throughout the game, it's administrative things, it's player safety things. And then, and then you find a time frame that everybody's comfortable with. Um, and, and where it's the last five minutes or the last two minutes, where that person can get involved in anything. And I know coaches will say, well, in the first quarter, there's things that are significant. And I agree with that. But in the first quarter, you've got more time to overcome that. And in the fourth quarter, right. three minutes to go, you have less time to overcome that. And, and so that's how I would try to strike the right balance. And there's no perfect solution. It just doesn't. It's just when we're dealing with human beings, um, the H deleted, it's, it's just that's, that's the way it is. And, and I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to get everything right. I just don't know. That's the way it is, the, the human error, the human aspect of it, right? Or is it human? It's human. It's, I, I was, you know, you know who speaks like me, right? Who's that? The president. He says, he, he says huge the same way that I do. <laughs> Hopefully that's where the similarities end, but that's, that's we definitely... <laughs> We definitely say the certain words the same way. Um, you know, it's interesting to see how the rest of the offseason is going to play out. Obviously, you know, everything, team facilities, club facilities are closed. Teams with new head coaches would have been starting their OTAs phase one this week, and, uh, and everything's been pushed back. So there's going to be some form of, like the kids right now, virtual learning, and, and, and my kids are doing that and doing Zoom meetings 
think that's going to be the first step and they're going to start doing that. And then it, and then it remains to be seen how far it gets pushed back. And then at what point does the NFL have to say, look, we've got to push back the season because we can't get everybody together to prepare. And I don't think we're certainly not there yet, but, you know, we start getting into, you know, June when, when most of the OTAs, you know, when the real, real stuff starts, um, and then we start getting into, you know, late July with training camps and things like that. that that's when some might be some hard decisions that have to be made at that point. So thankfully we have some runway and, uh, and we can, you know, we can get, we can get through this and, and get back to, you know, a normal NFL season and, and uh, you know, the rest of the professional sports getting back. Uh, it, yeah, it'll be. It'd be interesting to see how, you know, years ago they didn't have all these OTAs and, and mini camps and all these things. They had training camp, you know, in the seventies and then straight into the season. It'll be interesting to see and in players if probably wanted that for years. And so it'll it'll be interesting to see how that that uh that that play will be on the field and if there will be rust or if the players will get injured or or what it will be. You're not gonna see all these off season injuries, which is great. Um so it it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Well, there's no question. And then you look at so the NFL does does you know injury surveillance and they and they study it. How can you compare if you have a if you have an abbreviated or even a, a very you know really no off season and then you go into um, the season? How can you compare those injury numbers from 2020 to other seasons? It's not apples and apples, right? Because yeah. you didn't have the same preparation. So it again, it just you know, in our lifetime, this is uncharted territory and, uh, and we're all going to have to, we're going to have to figure out how to, you know, how to move forward. And like I said, last week, you know, I'm doing, I've got, I've got 10, 11 zoom calls scheduled this week with replay officials all, all, all across the country. And we're going to do it every week and we're doing it by conference. And, uh, you know, I look at my schedule and I've got, you know, I've got the, the ACC, the AAC, the, the, the big 10, the mid American, um, Pac-12, all of these conferences, their replay officials, we're going to, we're going to spend, you know, um, an hour in each session and we're going to go through different things. And this is in a way, it's something that we weren't doing before in this manner. So it's kind of a silver lining that, Hey, we're using this technology to do some things that we hadn't done in the past. And, uh, you know, we had big meeting in Chicago every year in May, and then we were sending out videos, um, you know, with voiceovers. So now we're getting an opportunity to interact and, uh, and, you know, in addition, hopefully what this becomes is a supplement to the other training. And now we've got a more robust training program. And, uh, and so if there is a silver lining to this, hopefully it's things like that where people now um, are, are more connected, at least virtually. Because I know, Joe, we were joking about it, but I'm, I'm a very Joe nicknamed me Quarantine because, <laughs> because I, I like to stay to myself and I don't like to... You know, I don't like to go out too much, but during this time, I'm talking to more people. I'm doing more FaceTime. I'm doing more Zoom meetings. I'm having more conversations than ever. And uh, and so we are, you know, our our good friend Jake Glazer has dubbed it. We're, we're not so we're, we're socially connected. We're just physically distancing right now. And I think that's I think that's the way we're doing it. Uh, we we FaceTime him from the boat. Travis, I've never seen him smile. He was so happy. Just, yeah, just at home all by myself. It's great. He was just, it, even my buddy Steve was like, I've never seen Dean so happy. It's Wait, the boat, do we need to get into this? We're, uh... 
All right, let's hold that. Let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the boat, Joe's social distancing tips, and then I've got some Tiger King secrets revealed next on Good Call. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required at your portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Joe, how is social distancing going? What's the latest? What techniques, what procedures, what do you got in place? You know, I'm having a tough time. We all know this. I'm uh so I have a punching bag in the house. I have some mats in the house and a spin bike in the house. Okay, that's all workout stuff. We that I'm not talking that's, about. That's that. all I got. Oh, you're talking about no, no, so, no. what social stuff? Social stuff. How are you um, connecting? You know, I'm playing a lot of online. Me and some buddies are playing an online poker game. When are we Zoom and play poker at the same time? So there's that. I was out at the river last weekend. It was uh just me and Steve. And he's got a 23-foot boat, so we stayed six feet apart. So, Joe, they did do the math, and these are three. These are two math whizzes. They FaceTimed me from the boat, and they said, you can come because 23 feet 
if we add a third person, we can still keep a six distance, six foot distance apart from each other. Yes. A lot of hand so sanitizer that's it. Travis, out there. You're out. You can't. There's a lot of hand that's, sanitizing. There was a lot of uh, mask wearing. You know, it's tough, man. I could ski from the back of the boat the whole time, right? You could. You could. You could ski from this the back of the boat. This you could true. keep, but. But I don't Travis think I have that kind come, of endurance. <laughs> as 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 Captain Quint once said, we're going to need a bigger boat. So, wow, we're definitely going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Always wanted to get well that in. All right. Well so when you. people look back on this time, obviously, and we're just we're not talking about the seriousness and all that stuff. We get that. We're not trying to downplay that. But when people look back at this time, whenever it ends, I think one of the things from a from a pop culture standpoint that we're all going to remember is tiger king right the 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 documentary that swept the nation and and um but i started to do a little research after watching the documentary and apparently some of it is there's some stuff in the documentary that was not kosher for lack of a better term in that so they interviewed so doc Antle is the guy from you know who's got the place in south carolina which is like the greatest place ever and he's riding elephants around and, and just, you know, doing his thing. So apparently they they interviewed him under the guise of, you know, what he's doing, his conservation efforts, uh, how they're taking care of the animals, what's happening in that world. And they only asked him a very, you know, small amount of questions about, about Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. But that's all they put in the documentary. Like all they put in the documentary was the Joe Exotic stuff. And they asked, he said like, you know, 10% of the questions he, they asked were about Joe Exotic and everything else was his other stuff. And that never made the documentary. I got to stop waving my hands. But so the other thing that I learned that I was very, very upset about is that he didn't, Joe Exotic didn't sing any of those songs. What? Oh, he Just, didn't? No, no. <laughs> And I knew they were too catchy. They were really good. Like they were really good, right? No. It's some other guy, and maybe maybe one or two of them is him singing along with it, but it's completely not him singing oh, those man. songs. Which really, so basically Joe Exotic, we have another Millie Vanilli on our hands. Because he had, the the, the music videos were amazing. Right. Just like Millie Vanilli, they looked the part, you know, unbelievable shows and things like that until the record skips and then and then you're in trouble. So, but yeah, just a couple of things I've learned since uh, since Tiger King and uh, a little bit of research. Nothing wrong with a little Tiger King King fun facts. There you go. Tiger King fun fact. Exactly. So the (laughs) other thing, the other thing that happened over the week. So, you, you know, there's all these YouTubers, right? And yes. we, we, we've talked about it, right? We come from a different generation. Like I've got these kids, they're like 18, 19, early twenties, and they've got 80 million followers and they're raking in dough. So I'm sitting there, I've got my boys with me this weekend and my oldest, he, he's watching, um, these, these guys, you know, they're, they're basically one of the guys started Buzzfeed and they've got this, they call it, it's called worth it. And they go and they just, they just go and try different things. They try different foods. They try, you know, best hotel room in Vegas, best pizza. And they just go around, they do it and they videotape it. And I'm watching it and I'm going, how many, how many followers 
how many subscribers does these guys have? And he's like 60 million. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, (laughs) this is insane. Okay. It's two guys for the most part and the camera guy. And they're just going around like the three of us would go around and they're trying pizza and they're trying, but I watched so much of it. I started to like them and I'm like, Oh, I really kind of like these guys. So now I get it. I get why they have, 60 million subscribers because if you watch enough of it you're like okay all right this is cool i, I could watch this guy eat pizza another, yeah. another 20 minutes so the thing is we got to figure out that we got to break that code because joe you've got a youtube channel how many how many subscribers do you have um i think i went to like 40 40 people now okay travis how many do you have i think i had 18 mate i don't even know it's probably less than that <laughs> So we only we need fifty eight million nine hundred sixty seven thousand more, and we'll be uh, should we'll be a problem. We're scratching the surface. What's the best? <laughs> what's the best Corona um, internet content you've seen this week? I saw a video. It was a, a guy sitting on his his couch reading, and like that someone knocks on his door, and it's like a little it's a little kid. Um, it it's it's, it's I think it's his daughter, and he's he's dressed up as a boy the first time is like kind of like a um just just as like a little boy trying to ask for his daughter and he's like get out of here you you can't be here and then he goes back sits on the couch and then it comes back again and this the, the little kid's dressed as like this little like thug hat on backwards like let me see your daughter and he's like you let me see your daughter you know it's this little this little black kid asking to see his daughter and he's like no way get why out of he, here why does and, he have to be black travis well i'm just i'm just giving you a, a what it, you know the the accent and, and oh. so and then the guy's like yeah, black people have this guy this guy did um okay. just like right. just like you have an accent right um but anyway so the little the little kid then pulls out this like nine pack of of toilet paper and he's like let me see your daughter and he's like oh okay come on in <laughs> i haven't that seen that one funny. i haven't seen that one the mm. one there's two that i like you got to check out there's the one of and if you haven't, if you don't follow Rex Chapman, you need to follow Rex Chapman because this, he, like his Twitter feed was made for, for this right now. And, and he finds these amazing videos and he started with block and charge, block or charge videos. Um, but he had the, did you see the little girl trying her mom's food and trying not to, trying not to like, trying to pretend like she liked it. You got to You got to check it out. It's so, check it out. she tries the food and she's trying to like act like she like, imagine like going, Imagine going to your, you know, you're dating someone, you go to the parents' house for the first first time and the mom cooks up this food and gives it to you and it's and it's awful and you're eating it. And this is what this little girl is going through. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. You have to watch that. And then the other one was, I, and I've seen these videos, but I've never seen it done this way where it's like a virtual amusement park where you have, you can go on YouTube and, and, and go on a, a roller coaster and they shoot it from the POV and you can right. watch the roller coaster. So this is in front of the TV is um, a, a bottle opener, right? A bo- you know, the bottle opener combo uh, corkscrew. Yeah. And if you watch it, it's like a person and it's the head and then it's going down and they're talking and it goes down. And when it goes down, the two arms come up, like you're waving it. You got, trust me, you got to <laughs> see it. Just Watch the the corkscrew guy on the roller coaster and the little girl trying not to you know hate her mom's food. Those those are the two best things I've seen um, this week. Travis, are yeah. you ready? You are know ready? what? Hold on one second. 
it's Joe, it's, a, it's Joe a, needn't go with his. You, know, you got anything, Joe? Uh, oh yeah, Joe. You know what, what you got? dude? I, I I cracked and downloaded TikTok and just. Oh God, I hate it. All the da- it's the same. It's just multiple people doing the same dance over and over again, and I'm just I'm, I'm just What's I kind of get out of the house. Right now? Uh, the new Drake song is a big dance. Everyone's doing that one. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, but wait, it's today's a special day, Dean. Today is a special day. We forgot. We almost the end of the show, and we forgot to bring it up. Today, today is the is Travis's birthday. The Caucasian rattlesnake was born. The today. Caucasian rattlesnake turns what? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. We're one away from forty. Well, what are we going to do for your fortieth birthday? I don't know. I think we have uh, I think we have a big big show, um, you know, invite like a big audience because next year we're not going to have the, the the social distancing. We're going to have big groups, and by then our show will blown up, and we'll have He's the sixty the million optimist. fans. He is the, the sixty million the fans we want. <laughs> how can you be How can you be down around Travis? Like how? He's the guy. He turns thirty nine today. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and he's already thinking about how amazing his fortieth birthday is going to be. Wow. I mean, nice one, Travis. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Travis. Um, I made a cheesecake, and we're going to try it here soon. Nice. So on your birthday, um, I sent you an email. Open it up. Oh, boy. You're auditioning, you're auditioning for a role in a movie. Um, the movie was called Frozen. And, oh, <laughs> and so you're, you're going to be Elsa... Elsa is one is one of the characters in Frozen, and um, this is a this is a singing and acting part. And so in this scene, Elsa is she's discovering like you know some things about herself, and uh, and she sings this song. And so this is your audition, and you're gonna have to sing the song. So I'm not I reading. This isn't a read. This is you performing. Let it go. Happy birthday, buddy! Oh my, oh my gosh! I, I don't, birthday. I don't know this song, but, but I, I do have to. I, I just, I want to take a second and say, you know, I haven't had the best track record with these auditions. I'm using air quotes here, but I, I want to thank my, my, uh, my agent, Carla Fern, you know, for giving me these auditions. Carla and Fern, nice. <laughs> I, I, I knew you would get that reference. I, I think some of our folks uh, who listen might get that as well. Um, but oh my god, I don't know this song. Um, and I know the the uh, chorus. Oh come on, just just should I play? It? Just sing it. You, you want know, me to play the music? Can you play no, we, well, we can, I, I, I don't I know that we're allowed to. You know, the, oh, that's the FCC right. won't allow us to play. Yeah, but you can, you can play. You can play like a cover, like on YouTube, like some some random person just playing it. Let's see. Let me can see. you? That's no glows best. white on the mountain tonight. Whoa, whoa! To be seen. Wait, wait! Don't sing a yet. King, come on! I'm, just I'm you can get some random person playing the song. You don't have to play the actual. I could just sing. I can sing. I can sing the uh, the chorus. I know that part. No, just sing the song. All right, here we go. Hold on. How are you ever going to get this part? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to. Get I, don't this. Here we go. I, I don't think I'm going to get this part. If Hollywood shut down, though, they might need people like me. Listen. On the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. 
kingdom of isolation. It makes me look like I'm the queen. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I can't even hear it. Like, like cutting out. Just sing the chorus. Just sing the chorus. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. <laughs> You know what, Travis? Thanks for coming in. Um, we uh, we have your information. We'll uh, we'll we'll get a hold of you if we need you. Um, uh, and uh, and thank you for your time today. Thank you. Uh, thank thank you for your time. Wow. We came as a surprise. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to keep it clean today, so you know that's the first one that came to mind. Let's uh, let's go to Brandon Blandino, then wrap it up. All right. Let's see what we got here. My, when my daughter gets a little older, I'll practice that song because I'm sure I'll hear it a lot more. Yeah, you will. And I'll do, I'll do better next time, I promise you. You better. Here we go. Can't get any worse, right? <laughs> Interpreter can basically say whatever they want. Neither side knows what he's saying in, in either language. Yeah, hello. <laughs> so unless you speak both languages, the interpreter can do whatever they want. See, I always think that about when you watch a UFC fight and like the winner comes and, and he, you know, speaks whatever language. There's a, there's a very small group. When, I, when we're watching a UFC fight, typically it's, it's Portuguese, right? Because yeah. a lot of Brazilian fighters speak Portuguese. So you have the interpreter. So when I'm watching that, I don't speak Portuguese. So I'm listening. I'm taking what the interpreter says at face value. He, he or she could say whatever they want and I'd have no clue. Right, and then sometimes it's like the, the hand. It's like the hand signal. Like I feel like here's the thing: signing. You know when they do the national anthem. Yeah. Like whatever. Like I feel like deaf people have their own thing, and that's they're making fun of us during that during that time <laughs> when they're signing the national anthem. They're making fun of hearing people because we don't know. How about a few years back when they had that guy who wasn't a real interpreter and he was just making stuff up? Do you remember that? <laughs> no, what? No, but you can do that. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. You guys, so like, because sometimes the, the the guy will be talking, right? Whoever he's speaking forever. Portuguese, the he's guy, going for ten minutes, and then the guy goes, "Oh, he said thank you very much, and he's honored yeah. to be here." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like you can do whatever you want. Like, very few people are going to know. And the interpreter's like, say? really? He said that uh, Joe Rogan's not very cool. And yeah, well, he yeah. hates you. He, could say, he hates you, Joe Rogan, and you're a piece of crap. Jeez. All right. Do your thing. All right. You know what? On that note. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. (laughs) 
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.